this is Dominic, wedding DJ. And this is Serena, wedding planner. And together we are the, the wedding, wedding duo. duo. We are here to talk all things weddings. Planning a wedding can be stressful, but we are here to help. So before you say, that's it, we're going to Vegas, don't go to Vegas. Let's have some fun. Join us as we answer your wedding questions and help navigate planning one of the biggest days of your life with The The Wedding Wedding Duo. Duo. Hello, everyone out there in the wedding planning world. Uh, You have found our Wedding Duo podcast once again. Once again, here we are for episode 14. 14. We're making our way. Uh, Our goal is to just keep going, but... I've heard, and I mentioned this last time, that um, a lot of epi- or a lot of podcasts have trouble getting over ten. So we made it over ten. We're super excited. Someday we'll be like podcast number three thousand four hundred twenty-seven. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> That'll be us. <laughs> yeah, it might actually not too get far busy. away. You better stay in this industry, I guess. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about an interesting topic and something that comes up uh, a lot for us on social media. We get questions. What do we include during the ceremony? Like, say you're not having your ceremony in the church. What are some activities in the ceremony or ceremonies within the ceremony (laughs) that you can do that um, can add some substance to the ceremony? Right. That's what I want to call it. The ceremony ceremonies. Because, yeah, because sometimes if you're like, I've seen ceremonies be literally five minutes Mm -hmm. by the time they hit the altar. I mean, maybe the procession is a little bit more than that in the recession, but they get up there and it's like, do you, do he, does you, does the rings, and then bang, bang, bang. And then usually people are, sometimes it's somebody, a friend of the family who's nervous and talking really fast. But sometimes the couples just want to be like, let's get to the party. I don't yeah. want it to be long. Which is totally fine. And that is up to y'all. Like you make that decision if you want a shorter ceremony. But a lot of times people come to us or couples and they'll say, we want something said or we want to do something. We just don't know what, right? Like we don't know what would be a good uh, unity showing kind yeah, of a thing. Because people a lot of times think about doing a reading, whether it's the officiant or uncle Charlie comes up or the mm-hmm. bridesmaid reads something. But some people, I think it's cool to have something visual and the things we're going to list are visual things that they can have the couple do at the altar during yes. the ceremony that I find is a little bit more intriguing, a little bit more interesting and symbolic. Just, just, you know, readings are fine. I mean, Lord knows we hear Corinthians 13, 1 through 13. A lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the, you know, it's one of the really appropriate readings from the Bible if you are religious. But if you're not religious or if you are or whatever, you're trying to incorporate something, here you go. Let's start with one that we probably see the most often. So the most often I do see is a candle lighting ceremony. Well, I should preface that with indoor ceremonies. If I'm having an indoor oh, right, ceremony, absolutely. they'll do the candle lighting. I do not recommend doing the unity candle. If you're outdoors, even if you have cover, because if the slightest breeze, anything, someone walks by and then the candle blows out. So what the unity candle is, is there is one large candle in the center. Okay. And then there's the two pillar candles on the outside. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually the moms of the bride and the groom light those two pillar candles. And then at some point during the ceremony, the officiate has the couple stop and light the main candle showing their union. He grabs his mom's candle. If it's, you know, a heterosexual wedding and then she grabs her mom's Mm -hmm. and they light them together showing the two families coming together 
one flame kind of a thing. Yes. But yeah, if there is the slightest breeze, all you're going to, you're because usually there's a lighter up there and somebody has to go up and be like, click, 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 and try to relight it. distracting to yeah, relight it's, it. Uh, or it's frustrating or it, it'll blow out and you'll relight it and then it'll blow out and you'll relight it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if there's a slight breeze, don't do it. Yes. But, but it's it, pretty cool. It's pretty quick. You know, it's, and it's, it's meaningful. It absolutely is. And inside, if you have an indoor space, totally doable, right? Um, so just something to consider. And that is also lovely in the sense that the moms get to participate too, which I like, right? Yeah. So that's a great option. Now, another one that's pretty probably tied for as popular is the sand ceremony. And you guys have probably seen it or are maybe planning on doing it at your own wedding because it's lovely, right? Um, and what usually happens with this is they have the two entities, two glasses, if you will, with different colored sand, and then they pour them together into one piece. Sometimes it's a picture frame. Sometimes it's a heart-shaped glass um, showing the coming together of the bride and groom or of the couple. Yeah. And I've seen where there's different colored sand and then he pours a little and then she pours a little, he pours a little. Mm -hmm. And it really gives a cool little uh, shape or color scheme inside the, 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 the center vase, if you will. But the, the, the dialogue or the script that would come with it, or you can look it up, usually is um, it's going to be hard to take the two of you apart as it would be to put the original sand back into the, first, into the first vase. And it's really beautiful. It's a really beautiful sentiment to think that you're that intertwined that mm -hmm. no one can take the two of you apart. Right. It, it's lovely. And there's, like he said, for any of these, there's usually a script that either comes with it or that you can identify and give to your officiant or if you like what is said. Because some of them may have something you're like, I don't like that, but I like this. And you'll see different renditions. So you can kind of, you know, make your own little Frankenstein version. <laughs> Frankenstein. You like it. that, the Frankenstein version. <laughs> um, but also keep in mind, if it is very windy, that's another thing that the wind can be an issue if it's really windy. Yes. Use caution. Don't pour it from too high. Don't get all, you know, cocktail on us where you're up high and pouring the thing the too high yeah where you're like you know how they like you're trying to be fancy making a drink and you're up high pouring the drink. oh and you're saying the wind will blow the, the sand, sand. Yeah. i got you okay you go. i wasn't following now i am so the next thing that we've seen is a little more obscure it's actually a little more current too because it hasn't come around until recently that i've seen it have you seen it in the past uh, not too often there's one officiant in town who I know he does it a lot. And I think he may be one that really pushes for it. Okay. So what it is, is it's um, a case, like a wooden box, if you will. And inside is a bottle of wine. A lot of times the box is engraved with your monogram or last name, the date, uh, the date of the <clears throat> wedding. And tell them what the symbolism is and the, um, like how that goes forth. Sure. So they, the couple find a nice bottle of wine. They put it in this this beautiful little wine case and there's some gold clasps. I've seen some with like a little lock mm -hmm. and a key. <laughs> really but Basically cute. it's at the altar. And during the ceremony, the officiant would say, uh, in this case, there's a bottle of wine. And he'll say, each of the couple have also written uh, a letter to one another that they're not going to read until their one year anniversary. So during the ceremony, they put the letters in the, in the little box with the bottle of wine, they close it. And then somewhere in the house on the mantle, on the dresser or whatever, uh, you place this bottle of wine and on your one year anniversary, you open up the bottle of wine, you open up the box, open the bottle of wine, pour some wine, and then read the note you wrote to one another. On your wedding on day. On your wedding day, on your anniversary. And then the idea is you find another bottle of wine, put it in there, put mm -hmm. it back where it was. And then whether you do it every year or on your fifth, five year or your 10 year. Yeah. But it's really kind of a sweet, if you're wine people. Well, and it's really, it's really sweet. It's a lovely sentiment to 
remember the wedding day and how you felt and those feelings and mm-hmm. um, write out, you know, maybe what you were thinking that day so you can then look back on that on your first anniversary. And then maybe on your first anniversary, you talk about that year that you had that first year together so that on your second anniversary or whenever you read it thereafter, you have those memories to talk about over a bottle of wine. And what a great keepsake, right? I mean, it could be something potentially it could be passed down. I mean, I don't know somebody, the case. Yeah. The case could be passed down uh, to somebody else maybe has the next generations engrave it on them when they take it or something. That's pretty, but I thought that's always a really, it's not just a one and done thing. It's very, it's just something you could keep forever. Absolutely. Um, something that has come up recently that is really intriguing to us. We saw this on a, on a TikTok. Somebody brought it up, right? Yes. And so I've never seen this done, but I love it. We wanted to bring it up to you guys. So you would have this in your idea box. Um, it is a time capsule. Okay. And so what this looks like is you gather things. Maybe you have a note from when you first met or you have a ticket stub from when you went to the movies for the first time. I have a receipt from when I wandered into your store. You were managing. I kept the receipt because I was like, not just the day that we met, but it was like the timestamp when you helped me. So this would be perfect. And there you go. So that's something everybody's got that stuff. Yeah, right. Like you said, like a picture from the first date. Or, or gifts, seed. maybe like small gifts that you've given each other mm-hmm. that you would be willing to part with. Um, Not part with. Well, if it goes in the time capsule, it's going away. Well, what are you? What are we doing with the time capsule? Are you burying it in the backyard? Are you putting it in the cornerstone of your house you built? I mean, what are you? <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's the, the intention is that you bury it and then you dig it back up a year later, just kind of like the wine. Or just um, put it in the closet. Things get sure. You definitely didn't ha- don't have time. to don't have to bury it in the ground. But the idea is that at the altar during the ceremony, just like we talked about with the wine, you put those things into this time capsule it's and you sweet. keep it sealed, keep it closed until your anniversary, and you open it up at once, that point. Once you have kids, oh, some things get buried really easy. So there you go. Put it in the closet. Have kids. It'll get buried. It'll never get buried it just again. by nature of your <laughs> life, and then, uh, and you'll come across it in ten years and be like, "What the heck is this thing? Why yeah. are we cleaning?" Like, oh, it's remember the thing. It's the time when we capsule. got married? Yeah, that might be the case actually the for case, a lot of people. Probably. So that's a lot of fun, and I think you could get really creative with like what you include. Oh, you could also include some type of note, right? Just like with the wine, you could mm-hmm. include a letter that you've written on your wedding day. Um, so I, I just think that's a lot of fun. It was very people come up and we. We see stuff all the time. We've been doing this long enough. We see these cool things. Some of them we see a lot, but that was one. A lot we see something like I've never seen that before. Right. So that's why we're here, sharing them with you. Um, the next thing is something that we have only seen here in Texas. So it's very Texas. We, <laughs> Texan thing. We worked for many years out in Northern California, and we noticed, obviously, when we started doing weddings here, that there were some differences, and one of them being some of these ceremonies. So uh, this Boots. one- there's a lot more boots. Oh, there's a lot more boots. Brides that's for sure. Boots, boots under dresses. Boots. Yeah, boots everywhere. Just boots in general. <laughs> but this is the branding ceremony. Okay. So you obviously have to have for this the appropriate setup at your altar, meaning you have to be able to brand a piece of wood. So that doesn't happen everywhere. And it doesn't really happen in the church for sure. So this is definitely talking about something maybe outdoors. Um, but the idea is that you have either a really nice um, kind of frame or piece of wood, right? Where you brand the monogram or the last name of the couple 
um, onto it during your ceremony. Well, it's a very ranch type thing. Some families have a brand for their for their ranch, but if mm-hmm. her family has one and his family has one, you kind of would create your own. But we did it on a they did it on a hide the last time I saw it. It was oh, a, that's right. It was I don't know what I think it was a cow hide, but it was. Mm-hmm. But you have to have it kind of set up, and they literally had the the brand, I guess, sitting yes. in a, sitting in a fire pit long before the ceremony. And the two of them walked up, the, they picked it up and they like yeah. branded this thing that would go on a table, I guess, or on the wall maybe. But the first time I saw it, it was a, uh, something wood, but it was also, they had an electric one, which was weird. It plugged in. Oh yeah. That was actually, that was I don't think I saw, I saw that. No, that was, I don't think you were with me on that one, but hmm. so, I mean, look into it. It's something if you are cowboy or a cowgirl or you're, <laughs> it might be interesting. your country and something, yeah, yeah. it's very different, but there you go. Um, yeah. And. Again, this has to reflect you, right? So, you know, any sure. of these ideas are just ideas. So you can throw them all out in the trash um, or you can take them and run with them and make them your own. <laughs> yeah, personalize So them. now we're going to go into a different category of, you know, maybe what you're into. So something that I've seen, not a lot, but sometimes, is the couple will plant a tree at the altar. Okay, and this idea again is that something to last over the years. So the idea is that you have the little seedling in the pot mm-hmm. at the altar. A cute pot, a, a cute, cute personalized. Yeah, pot. like maybe with the date for the wedding and your last name, whatever you want to put on it. Um, and then you put a little dirt in. He puts a little dirt in. You mm-hmm. know, however that works, and then you water it there at the altar. I've seen it where they had a cute little shovel too. You kind of dig a little. I mean, it can be really, it's, it's it can be really quaint and not too long. Fun. It wouldn't take too long. No, I mean, it doesn't. Like put on your gloves and your, your, your smock or anything, you know, not, you don't want to get crazy, but, um, <laughs> but that's my second favorite of all of them. The planting of the tree. I don't know why I like that one so much, but it's very. Well, I like the idea that then you take this tree and you plant it. Maybe you have a new home or wherever you're planning on living. And then you watch the tree grow. Now, there is the potential for the tree to die. <laughs> We're just going to say that now. Let's that not doesn't read between mean the lines. Yeah, no symbolism not, there. Let's not get Sometimes superstitious. Um, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, but I think the idea, the sentiment, is yeah. lovely. Now, if you bury the tree in the closet under the kids' toys, then that's not nice. That's probably not, you didn't that. Do, you didn't work. do well. That was you. You earned it. But the other thing they've done is it doesn't need to be seeds necessarily. You can have like small. That's why I said a seedling. A seedling, a little sapling. What is it? Sapling, like a small tree. There are those baby people tree. out there. They're like, "What are you? You don't know what you're talking about." Like a tree, a baby tree. Yeah, we do weddings, you not have it gardens. And you put it in there. But anyway, <laughs> but I guess I've seen seeds, and then this last time I saw it, they had like a, it was a pretty good sized tree. Well, and that's almost and, uh, a better idea because the chance of it being able to survive the transport. Yeah, but then it's like, it gets less cute and quaint. When there's a giant tree, you're like, okay, back it in. Beep, beep, it wasn't beep. that big. No, it wasn't that big. But oh, my gosh. It was big. It was like a good three or four feet tall. Okay. I but think anyway, it makes sense. You know, they wanted to make sure it would survive. So a good head start. <laughs> something that's a lot of fun that we've seen, especially if y'all are just- Met at a bar. Met at a bar. Maybe you're into <laughs> drinking. Um, they'll do a shot at the ceremony to symbolize- Let's get this party started. We just got married, right? Like people do wine. They've been doing wine for years. Like they've just taken it up a notch. Yeah, and do, do some whiskey. And then I play some LMFAO. Shut, 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 shut. Ooh, no, that's no, a bit I don't much. think that's a good idea. I think um, it's a great idea, but I don't think anyone would do that. Yeah, but Somebody the idea behind like, we're totally doing it. <laughs> we're totally playing shots during our ceremony, right? Maybe Vitamins Drink Quartet has covered shots. 
Oh, you think it could be possible? They there's cover acoustic, a lot of stuff. There's an acoustic guitar version of Shots somewhere in the world that needs to I'm, be heard. I'm searching for it. <laughs> I'm going to look up. Yeah, but the idea behind this again is that you've got a bottle maybe of really nice whiskey or bourbon or you know vodka. I don't know whatever you drink. We're not drinkers. The beverage of your choice. Yeah, and that you pour a shot at the altar. Uh, a lot of times I'll see them like intertwine arms and yeah. like take a shot that way um or no hands when they no that's not that's no not that's why not would you do that <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> but this is again just an idea stuff we've seen sure We're throwing it out there like i said and it's i i love it when there's something unique or something that's maybe a little bit humorous right, right. humor is great for the ceremony whether it's in your vows or doing something silly happens we and think. They just maybe you oh, don't think that oh, but we think that this past weekend this was like my last COVID reschedule couple. Right. They were at the, they actually got married in April of 2020, which one was the original date. But we just now, two years, two and a half years later, finally got the, the, the reception happened and they did a ceremony as well, even though they're already married. So they were stumbling around with the rings or something and they had to start over and the groom said, it's okay. We've done this before. And I was like, oh God, oh, well my. played. I gave him a little <laughs> golf clap, like well played That's cute. because they had, they had actually gotten married. But now they were doing it again. And the, the officiant said, oh, sorry. And he goes, that's okay. We've done this before. <laughs> it was pretty funny. No, that, I mean, at least he just has a sense of yes, humor and about they it. laughed and everybody laughed because the bride was already kind of like emotional and kind of laughing, crying in that, in that, in that space. She was trying to laugh and not cry. Right. It was helpful. But anyway, what's the next one? Oh, my favorite. Can I, can I describe this one? Absolutely. Go ahead. So I was referred to it as a hand binding ceremony, but it's actually called a hand fasting ceremony. And it's where it originated, the term tie the knot actually originated from, so they say. And also, so they say, it's kind of, a, I think it's more of a Celtic thing. Think of the Braveheart movie, if you saw Braveheart, where they did that, they hold hands and they have a, a very pretty cord that they wrap around each of your hands mm -hmm. while you're holding them. And the idea is when you take your hands out at the end, it actually ties a knot. And then you keep this pretty cord at the house with the tied knot as a, a symbol, a of, symbol your, of, of your, your ceremony, of your, of your of your unity. Right. And there's also a reading, same as the other ones, that goes along and talks about, um, you know, the commitment and the binding yeah. of your love and the, you know, dedication to one another. So uh, it's very symbolic in that sense, too, and really pretty. And the last time I saw this one, there was like a blue cord and an orange cord, and they wound together making the cord that they used right. for the hand binding. And it was her favorite color and his favorite color. And they had all the, there was a whole dialogue and they clearly had written this because it was hysterical. And the, we're here in Texas and it's Whataburger and that's their color. And they were like, and the orange represents the sustenance that you're, you will be giving each other just like Whataburger provides the, and I was like, what? And then so he said, uh, then he went into Home Depot, which is also orange. And he was like, and the structure in your life like Home Depot provides the 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 backbone of your house. I was like, where? But it was, <laughs> and then they had a whole bunch of stuff for the blue too, but it was hysterical. Really and it cute. was really creative. I sat back like, I was so, I was all in on this. I'm like, what are they going to say next? It was yeah. great. They had their friend doing it. It was super clever. I mean, you don't have to get that over the top with it, but I, I loved it. Yeah. And it's really, you know, from experience, we can say that sometimes people put, less effort into the ceremony. Sometimes they put more. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice if you can prioritize, I think, what is being said during your ceremony. I think it's sometimes something that people like overlook or they think is being handled, but it's 
yeah. not as well as they wanted to. Um, or they didn't talk with the person, the officiant. That's exactly what I mean. What is the script? What are you going to say? And sometimes they can get it can get really long. And if you're outside, if it's hot, or if you're burning your dancing time at the end of the night, because that's what gets sacrificed. Anything that goes long, you're nibbling away at, at party time. So if you want it to be quick, let that be known for sure. Right. Because you don't want to get up there. And we we really have. We've seen some ceremonies where you can tell that the couple is is uncomfortable because it's going longer than they expected. Oh, the same wedding this past weekend. It was hot. Yeah. And I could see one of the bridesmaids was doing that little, my feet hurt dance. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> her, her face, she was like, I've got some flip-flops with my name on it. The minute you finish this ceremony. Well, and that happens regardless. We're here in Texas. It's hot. If you're outside. Sure. 10 minutes feels like hell basically, but at some points during the summer. Um, so the other ones are something that you can get kind of like on Amazon mm-hmm. or um, real easy. If you want to have something to keep after the ceremony to yeah. symbolize what you've done. The first one is it's like this three chords. It's like a braid, yeah. Yeah, right? Three chords and they, they, you'll, you would berate them, braid them. That's not a two-syllable word. Berade. Berade. You're going to berate them at the altar. And they're, it's more religious. It's usually as like uh, him, her, and Jesus God. or whatever, or uh, the Trinity or whatever. I don't know what – I don't remember what the representation is. But but there's also a script that comes with that. But like I said, the three chords are there, and then you would literally braid them together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the – Why do you keep saying berade? I don't know. Because I'm <laughs> It's weird. making up a new um, word as we go. As you braid them up together, sometimes – the officiant will be describing what's happening while you're doing it. Sometimes they describe it and step aside and let you do it. Uh, but it's just different. And that, I'm, that's just because I'm a DJ. And if I was asked them that. And if they're going to describe it and then step away, I would usually play background music during these ceremonies. Sure. But if they're going to be talking while they're doing it, while they're planting the tree, while you're taking the shot, while you're lighting the candles, I don't want to play music because it's going to compete with what they're mm-hmm. they're saying and distract people, I think. but Right. And what's the last one? So the last one is the cross assembly. So it's almost like a, a large puzzle pieces, right, mm-hmm. of the cross. And you can, it's usually made out of wood um, or something to that effect. No, I've seen it made out of uh, wood or um, like metal, like some sort okay. of metal assembly. I've only seen the wooden ones. but they have, they have nails as well. There's like nails or screws. Go ahead. Sorry. sorry. No, that's okay. Um, you actually just assemble, the pieces are there, and then you assemble the cross at the altar. Yeah. Again, this is um, more for a religious-type ceremony, but uh, it, again, is symbolic and something you can put on your mantle for later on to help you remember this day. Because that's what all these really are about, is to have something, a memento um, to keep and to add substance, like we said, to your ceremony if you're struggling with what should we do while we're up there, right? This is going to be five minutes, right? Like, mm-hmm. what do we do something else? Uh, yeah, so there's there's lots of stuff you you could do. I'm sure there's a lot more than what we listed, but these are just the ones that we've seen yes. over the course of our tenure in this industry. Um, and they're all great. So pick one you like and maybe bring it into your bring it into your ceremony. I think they're great ideas. All of them, a lot of fun. You get good pictures. Um, but if you're watching on YouTube... Let us know in the comments which one you're doing um, or, you know, let us know anywhere if you have any other ideas that we haven't listed so that we can make sure to share them with our community. You guys are awesome. If you don't already, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, check out our YouTube channel. You know what you should do? You should bind your hands, take a shot while planting a tree and pouring sand on a candle. <laughs> The combination. Wow, that would be a lot. And then brands one of the other people, and you're like, Psow! oh See, my. That's how we're branding the ceremony now. 
That was too much. I'm outside the box now. He is outside the box. Okay, guys. So if you are interested, we also, I like to mention this, have our music planner or wedding planner bundle available at our shop. Our website is theweddingdude.co, not .com, .co. You said the wedding dude? Wedding duo. Duo. Okay. Mm-hmm, .co. And I like we, the wedding dude, though. That's good. If we that would just be off, you. We'll do. Yeah, you could be the wedding dude, too. I don't, I don't want to be the wedding okay. dude. Okay. <laughs> um, but what do we always say? Let's end it. We always say that it is a very personal day. So don't let anybody, don't, even us, like we'll give you all these suggestions. You can do none of them because it's a, your day. It's a very personal day. Don't let anybody talk you into something you don't want to do or talk you out of something that you have your heart set on. It's your day. You do you. Do you. Happy wedding planning, y'all. Hey, so thanks for listening to our podcast. If you found any of this information helpful and you know someone who may be engaged or is a maid of honor, maybe you could tell them and share it with a friend. Absolutely. So screenshot this episode, share it on Instagram, on Facebook, and tag the wedding duo. We promise to share the love back. Also... If you are interested in more resources or the show notes, you can go to theweddingduo.co. We have one-on-one virtual sessions, a shop, all sorts of fun stuff. Check it out.